and welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with Emily and Leo. Hello. And each episode, we will tell you a story from around the world and give you a fun activity to do at home. And this week, we have another Leo's Top Five. And so, Leo, what top five are you going to share with us this week? Well, today I'll be sharing my top five favourite puddings. Oh, yummy. And this was actually a recommendation from a super fan, wasn't it, Leo? Yeah. So thanks, Amy, for this suggestion. OK, here we go. Oh, I'm excited about this one. Coming in at number five, it's... Oreo flavoured ice cream. What? Oh, my gosh. So Oreo flavoured ice cream. What's so great about that? I think I know. Well... It's one of my favourite things because two of my favourite things are in it. Cookies and ice cream combined. Oh, you couldn't ask for better than that. I love it. Mm. OK, here we go. Coming in at number four, it's... Apple crumble and custard. Ooh, delicious. What's so good about apple crumble and custard, Leo? Well, I think it works so well when it's... The hot, crumbly apple crumble with some lovely cold custard. Oh, so you go for cold custard. Yeah. Nice. A lovely combination. OK, coming in at number three, it's... Cake. Any type. Cake. Oh, tell me some cakes that you really like. Well, chocolate cake is oh, lovely. Oh, chocolate cake. And then lemon cake. Lemon drizzle. Yeah, oh, that's lemon a good drizzle. One. Oh, and what about sponge cake? Sponge cake. With jam and cream. We've made a Victoria sponge cake we quite did. a few times. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, oh. mouth-watering. OK, coming in at number two, it's... Tiramisu! Tiramisu! Interesting one. That's an Italian dessert, isn't it, Leo? Mm-hmm. What do you love about tiramisu? It's creamy, it's chocolatey, it's just really nice. After a lovely big dinner. Oh, yes. Tiramisu is a bit of a favourite in our household. Mm-hmm. And finally, oh, I can't wait. Coming in at number one, Leo's favourite pudding is... Trifle. Oh, trifle. Tell me about trifle, Leo. Why is that your favourite pudding? Well, I love some of the different layers. Oh, yeah. I like my trifle with a bit of jelly, mm. strawberry jelly on mm. top. Some lovely cream under that. Mm. And at the bottom, this lovely crumbly stuff that's just so delicious. Yeah, quite spongy biscuits as well. Yeah. Really nice. You can have it with lovely sweet toppings too. And Grandma makes a really good trifle, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. My mouth is watering. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Leo's Top 5. So now, Leo, will be sharing another top five with you very soon. And just as Amy did, you guys can suggest a topic in our Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook. And we'll be doing some shout-outs next week, so make sure you get in touch with us if you would like a shout-out and we'll make it happen. And if you really like our podcast and would like to make a small donation to keep us going... That would be amazing. It really would. You can donate to us by following the link in the episode notes or you can go to the Tales from the Dragonfly website. And thank you guys so much. So, Emily, 
What's the story today? Well, today, Leo, the story is about pirates. Ooh. Yes, we put a little poll in the podcast group, and actually, pirates was the one that came out on top. So we are delivering for you, listeners. Leo, what do you know about pirates? Well, I know that they hunt for treasure and sail the seven seas on their pirate ships. Yeah, and what do they look like? They look really scary with eye patches and they sometimes have hooks for hands. Yeah, they can be quite dastardly, can't they? Yeah. And what sort of things do pirates say, Leo? They say stuff like, Ahoy, matey! And you scurvy sea dogs! Yeah, they do. They can be quite scary, can't they? Uh-huh. So our story does have a pirate in it, but it's a bit of a different story. We've been talking so much, haven't we, about missing the sea at the moment. And this is a lovely story about a little man and his pirate mother running away to the sea. <gasps> And I'm going to do something a bit different today. As this is a written-down story, it's so beautifully written that I'm going to stick with the original version by Margaret Mackey. And I'll put a link to her story in the episode notes. So, Leo, how do you think we should start today's story? I think we should start, There was once a little man who had never seen the sea. Brilliant. There was once a little man who had never seen the sea, although his mother was an old pirate woman. Cool. The two of them lived in a great city far, far from the seashore. Like us. A bit like us. The little man always wore a respectable brown suit and respectable brown shoes. He worked in a neat office and wrote down rows of figures in books, ruling lines under them. Well, one day his mother said, Shipmate, I want to see the sea again. I want to fire my old silver pistol and see the waves jump with surprise. <laughs> oh, mother, said the little man, we haven't got a car or a bicycle, or a horse. We've no money either. All we have is a wheelbarrow and a kite. We must make do, his mother answered sharply. I will go and load my pistol and polish my cutlass. Woohoo! Ah, oh, she's got a pistol and a cutlass. That's very piratey. It is. The little man went to work. Please, Mr Fat, he begged his boss. Please, may I have two weeks' holiday to take my mother to the seaside? Well, I don't go to the seaside, said Mr Fat crossly. Why should you? It's for my mother, the little man explained. She, uh, she used to be a pirate. Oh, well, that's different, said Mr Fat, who rather wished he were a pirate himself. But make sure you're back in two weeks or I'll buy a computer. So off they set. The little man pushing his mother in the wheelbarrow <laughs> and his mother holding the kite. <laughs> That's a funny image. What an odd pair. His mother wore a green scarf and gold earrings. Between her lips was her old black pipe. Behind one ear was a crimson rose. The little man wore his brown suit buttoned and his brown shoes tied. He trotted along, pushing the wheelbarrow. As they went... His mother talked about the sea. 
she told him of its voices. It sings with a booming voice and smiles as it slaps the ships. It screams or it sadly sighs. There are many voices in the sea, lad, and a lot of gossip too. Where are the great whales sailing? Is the ice moving in Hudson Bay? What's the weather in Tierra del Fuego? The sea knows the answers to a lot of questions. And one wave tells another. Oh, yes, mother, said the little man, whose shoes hurt him rather. Where are you off to then this fine day? asked a farmer. Oh, I, I'm taking my mother to the seaside, said the little man. Oh, no, I wouldn't go there myself, said the farmer. It's up and down with the waves, in and out with the tide. The sea doesn't stay put the way a good hill does. Well, farmers do like their fields and hills. They do. My mother likes things that don't stay put, said the little man. And something began to sing in the back of his mind. Could that be the song of the sea, he wondered, as he pushed the wheelbarrow. His mother rested her chin on her knees. Yes, it's blue in the sunshine, she said, and it's grey in the rain. I've seen it golden with sunlight, silver with moonlight, and black as ink at night. It's never the same twice. That's beautiful. They came to a river. There was no boat. The little man tied the wheelbarrow to the kite. A wind blew by, ruffling his collar, teasing his neat moustache. Hold tight, mother, he called. Ah! In the air they went as the wind took the kite. The little man dangled from the kite string. His mother swung in her wheelbarrow basket. Woohoo! <laughs> There's a new James Bond in town. What a stunt. This is all very well, Sam, she shouted to him. But the sea, oh, the sea, lad. It tosses you up and pulls you down. It speeds you along. It holds you still, it storms you and calms you. There's a bit of everything in the sea. Yes, mother, the little man said. The singing in the back of his mind was growing louder and louder as he dangled from the kite string. The white wings of the birds in the sky began to look like the white wings of ships at sea. The kite let them down gently on the other side of the river. Phew, that was lucky. Ah, where are you going? asked a philosopher fellow who sat reading under a tree. What's a philosopher? Well, it's sort of someone who thinks about thinking. Does that make sense? I guess. I'm taking my mother to the sea, said the little man. Oh, what misery! cried the philosopher. Well, well, I didn't much like the idea to start with, said the little man, but, but now there's this song in the back of my mind. I'm beginning to think I might like the sea when I get there. Go back, go back, little man, cried the philosopher. The wonderful things are never as wonderful as you hope they'll be. The sea is less warm, the joke less funny, the taste is never as good as the smell. 
Hurry up! The sea's calling! shouted the pirate mother, waving her cutlass from the wheelbarrow. I quite like this piratey mum. She's definitely an adventurer. The little man trundled his mother away, and as he ran, he noticed that his brown suit had lost all its buttons. Then something new came into the wind's scent. Glory! Glory! Ah, there's the salt! cried his mother triumphantly. I love the smell of the sea, don't you? Yeah, I think I can smell it now. Suddenly they came over the hill. Suddenly there was the sea. The little man could only stare. He hadn't dreamed of the bigness of the sea. He hadn't dreamed of the blueness of it. He hadn't thought it would roll like kettle drums and swish itself onto the beach. He opened his mouth and the drift and the dream of it, the weave and the wave of it, the fume and the foam of it never left him again. At his feet, the sea stroked the sand with soft little paws. Further out, the great, graceful breakers moved like kings into court, tailing the peacock-patterned sea behind them. The little man and his pirate mother danced hippy-hoppy-happy hornpipes up and down the beach. Woohoo! Woohoo! The little man's clothes blew about in the wind, delighted to be free at last. A rosy sea captain stopped to watch them. Well, 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 here are two lightly people, he cried. Will you be my bosun, madam? And you, little man, you can be my cabin boy. Oh, thank you, said the little man. You don't say, oh, thank you. You say, aye, aye, sir. Aye, aye, captain. Aye, aye, sir, replied the little man, just as smartly as if he'd been saying, aye, aye, sir, all his life. They're off to sea. They are indeed. Sailor Sam went on board with his pirate mother and the sea captain. And a whole year later, someone brought Mr Fat a green glass bottle with a letter in it. Oh, I'd totally forgotten about him. That's right, he was only given two weeks off. <coughs> What's this here? Um, having a wonderful time, the letter read. Why don't you run off to sea too? Hmm. And if you want any more moral to the story than this, you must go to sea to find it. I'd love to do that. Me too. <laughs> Did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. What was your favourite bit? My favourite bit was when the kite carried them over the river. That was so funny. It was. I quite liked the way that the little man 
sort of he got less tight all the way through. He started to relax and then he was dancing in the sea by the end of the story. I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Now, every episode after I tell the story, we have an activity for the listeners to do at home. So, Leo, have you got a fun activity for our listeners? Yes, I have. Cool. So because today's story was about pirates and the sea, I thought it would be good to learn more about real pirates. Real pirates? Did you know that pirates didn't really bury their treasure or make people walk the plank? What? It's true. Also, women and girls weren't allowed on the pirate ships. That's disgraceful. Yeah. It was considered bad luck. We're not bad luck, are we, girls? So if they wanted to go to sea, they had to pretend to be boys. How mad is that? Oh, they had to change their names as well, didn't they? They had to have a boy's name. Where did you find all this out, Leo? I found out all this cool stuff about pirates over at the Royal Museum's Greenwich website. There are tons of pirate games, pirate activities, and you can even learn to talk like a pirate. Go on then, give me an example. Avast, shipmates! There'll be a storm brewing on the starboard side! Wow, that's, you'd make a great pirate. There's even an international Talk Like a Pirate Day. Wow! It's on the 19th of September. So you have to talk like a pirate all day? Aye, matey! <laughs> that is brilliant. And we'd love to see some of your pirate crafts and activities in our Facebook group. And please remember to leave us a little review if you are enjoying our podcast. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, flint the pistols, bang, bang, bang! Anchors away, me hearties! See you next time, you scurvy sea dogs! Bye! Dragonfly Tales podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram, at mdragontales, and on Twitter, at Tales from the DR1.